Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Friday, February 25th edition of the program. The war in Ukraine expanding. Russian forces trying to take Kiev, the capital. The head of government and his advisors, those around him, saying they will fight till the very end. What is the Biden administration doing about this? Why haven't maximum financial measures been taken to put pressure on Putin's regime? We'll get into that. Plus, the CDC putting out its guidance on masking any moment now. Looks like they're just in time for the Biden State of the Union address, going to relieve some of the COVID tyranny we've all been through. We'll address that with you. And also, I'll be at CPAC on Sunday. Talk to you a bit about what I'm going to be discussing there. That's all coming up here on the Buck Sexton Show in just a moment. Fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave. For your business to break out of anything holding you back, You need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. And unlike the traditional banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for Novo for free and join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who found the customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at Novo.co slash buck. That's Novo.co slash buck. Plus, Buck's Action Show listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. Go to Novo.co slash buck to sign up for free. Nova Platform, Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F.A., member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. What is going to stop Putin's onslaught in Ukraine? That is a question that everybody is thinking about right now. And we need to understand that this situation was something the Biden administration had a lot of advance warning about. And it does not seem as though they're going to be able to do anything right now to stop this from becoming a much higher casualty situation, perhaps possibly even something you would consider a bloodbath. It is terrifying to see these images of Russian soldiers and Russian planes and helicopters attacking these targets. There will be more civilian casualties. Boris Johnson is out there saying that Putin will never be able to cleanse the blood of Ukraine off his hands. Play four. He is hurling the might of his military machine against a free and peaceful neighbor in breach of his own explicit pledge and every principle of civilized behavior between states, spurning the best efforts of this country and our allies to avoid bloodshed. For this, Putin will stand condemned in the eyes of the world and of history. He will never be able to cleanse the blood of Ukraine from his hands. And although the UK and our allies tried every avenue for diplomacy until the final hour, I'm driven to conclude that Putin was always determined to attack his neighbor, no matter what we did. Always determined to attack his neighbor. It certainly seems that has been the case for months now. But notice the way that Boris Johnson speaks about this issue with force, with fluency, Here is the Biden administration envoy of sorts, uh, the vice president, Kamala Harris, who was sent to prevent exactly this situation that is going on right now. Play clip one, please. So I know you all um, 
well, all eyes around our country and the world are on Ukraine and, and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And I want to be clear that um, we know and believe that this is a war of choice. It is unprovoked, it is unwarranted, and it is unjustified. As the president made clear uh, from the beginning, uh, if Russia were to take aggressive action against Ukraine, our response would be swift and certain, and that is, in fact, what has occurred. Today, the president outlined the sanctions, which are going to have a direct impact on Russia's economy, both in terms of sanctions and in terms of export controls. Yeah, not exactly the stuff of Winston Churchill, but at least she's not saying we need to do what we have been doing every day, and that time is now, or, or whatever it was that she recently said. Seems absurd. Why isn't the Biden administration leading a maximum financial pressure campaign from the get go? Boris Johnson again over the UK saying that there will be a remorseless mission to squeeze Russia out of the global economy, that that is underway. Play clip five. Russian stocks are down by as much as 45 percent, wiping two hundred and fifty billion dollars from their value in the biggest one day decline on record. Sparebank, Russia's biggest lender, is down by as much as 45%, and Gazprom down by as much as 39%, while the ruble has plummeted to record lows against the dollar. We will continue on a remorseless mission to squeeze Russia from the global economy piece by piece, day by day, and week by week. That's what will be required here. Will they keep it up, though? The more financial pressure you put on Russia, the more likely it is that Russia will push back and have means of, well, honestly, just in bringing that financial pressure, there will be cost to the U.S. economy. That has been made clear to us at this phase. But let's understand, this is another area where the Biden administration looks clownish, looks absurd. And if you want further proof of it, here's a story for you. The U.S. met with China over three months. This is from The New York Times. The U.S. met with China over three months to present intelligence showing Russia's troop buildup near Ukraine and to urge Beijing to help avert war. Chinese officials rebuffed the U.S. and shared the information with Moscow. Wait a second. We, we were talking to the Chinese. The Biden administration was talking to the Chinese to try to get their help. And instead, they didn't do anything to help us. And they shared our sensitive collection about Russian intentions with the Russians. I mean, how much more of a slap in the face, a rebuke, could you really expect under the circumstances than what has been done to Biden by the Chinese? Just goes to show you, they, all that stuff about, we'll be respected on the world stage again when Biden's president. We'll be, this is the media chorus. Absurd. Absurd. And they're acting like we're all idiots. I mean, here's CBS News' Margaret Brennan, who's a lib, but she's a smart lib saying that Biden's foreign policy team has already set up a huge contradiction, saying that sanctions weren't meant to stop the invasion. Uh, No, that is what they were saying. Play clip 10. I thought that was so interesting when President Biden said no one expected sanctions to prevent anything. Actually, that's exactly what his foreign policy team said again and again. It is what his secretary of state said to me uh, on Sunday alone. The purpose is to do everything we can to deter it, to prevent a war, to deter the aggression. And once you trigger sanctions, you lose the deterrent effect. 
Vladimir Putin was not deterred. What I heard and how the president laid it out today was that they are now looking for a reassessment by Putin, that he's gone this far. If they hit him now, will he stop where he is? Will he stop where he is? What are the ultimate goals of the Russian invasion? That's something that nobody seems to be able to understand in advance because it depends on how stiff the Ukrainian resistance is. Right now you have the Ukrainian president saying he's going to be staying put in Kiev, in the capital city, Zelensky. He's going to fight. I mean, this is a guy whose previous role before, literally his role, before being president of Ukraine was being on a TV show where he played a an everyday guy who becomes the president of Ukraine. Talk about life imitating art. He says he's going to stay and fight till the end. The Klitschko brothers, very famous boxers, multi-multi-millionaires, one of them's the mayor of Kiev. They say they're going to stay and fight till the end. They're handing out thousands, tens of thousands of rifles to uh, military-aged males in Ukraine to fight against the Russian invader. And right now, the official policy is if you're a male between 18 and 60, you are not allowed to leave Ukraine. So they seem to be preparing for a major, a major and protracted battle against the Russian invaders. Meanwhile, back here in America, who do you think the libs that love Biden so much, who do you think they're blaming over all this? Who do you think they are turning their ire on at this stage? Well, if you think it's Putin, yeah, there's some of that, but it's not the only one. Who are the libs upset? What are the libs saying about Republicans right now? It's going to blow your mind when I tell you this, but it's something you need to know. When you run a small business, who's running your HR? If the answer is, I'll figure it out myself, or honestly, no one, Remember that one employee complaint can turn your world upside down and can devastate your business. HR is not just about avoiding risk. As a business leader, you should do it right by the people you employ. That's why you need Bambi. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours so you can automate the most important HR practices and get your dedicated HR manager. Bambi's HR autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Then your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex part of HR and guide you to compliance, compliance available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR person can cost up to $80,000 a year. Your dedicated HR manager with Bambi starts at $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now for your free HR audit. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. That's Bambi.com slash buck. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck for all the small business owners out there please check this out it's a great service and i think you're going to find highly effective really helpful and very efficient for your business so what are the libs saying about uh republicans right now they are blaming us for this that we are on putin's side they say here's joy behar the dumbest person on the view which might be the dumbest show on tv play seven doesn't it scare you that people on the right in this country are on Putin's side? I mean, I can't <laughs> well, I don't it. understand. Nothing, you know, scared, nothing no, surprises me anymore. What are they, making a lot of money over there? Well, in it's also, it's it's also due, this, these lies. There's a parallel yeah. there to the insurrection. People thought right. that they could just yeah. take yeah. the election. And, and I think that's why you see so many people on the right thinking that this is okay. This is yeah. the fall of our democracy in, yeah. in the world. Who on the right is supporting Putin? I, I just want to know one person who's supporting Vladimir Putin. Everyone that I know on the right is saying, I hope the Russians are bloodied and have a horrible, uh, a horrible time with this invasion. 
and we are rooting for and supporting the Ukrainians in ways that we can that don't involve us doing the fighting for them. The Ukrainians are the ones that need to do this fight. That's the position of the right. We're not saying don't take economic action against Putin. We're not saying don't send the Ukrainians missiles and munitions. Trump was doing that. We've been doing that. But notice that they can't handle the reality. They have to lie about it. They have to come up with some excuse where they're the good guys. It's not even just an idiot like Joy Behar, who's I think job is to effectively be an idiot. Here's Hillary Clinton, who is saying that there are people giving aid and comfort to Putin in this country. Play nine. I do think it's important to support uh, both the Ukrainian military and then uh, depending upon what happens and how quickly events unfold, uh, supporting those who are putting up resistance. But I, I want to make a, another point, which is that uh, we have to also make sure that within our own country, uh, we are calling out those people uh, who are giving aid and comfort to Vladimir Putin, who are talking about what a genius he is, what a smart move it is, uh, who are unfortunately uh, being broadcast uh, by Russian uh, media, uh, not only inside Russia, but in uh, Europe to demonstrate the division within our own country. She's referring to the interview that I did with Clay and President Trump earlier this week. That's, that's Hillary Clinton. That's what she's doing. She's misrepresenting it. Okay, He says that the move against a doddering buffoon Biden looks like genius because Biden's such an idiot. Trump also said in the same interview, this would never have happened under my watch. I, I would have. He made it very clear to Putin this would not have been acceptable. But they can't they can't actually deal with what he says. They can't deal with that reality. Um, instead, they they'd much prefer to create this lie that somehow the right is backing Putin. They, they they go in on Biden's watch and it's the right's fault. Putin goes in while Biden is president. Oh, he's going to restore our standing on the world stage. It's absurd. Absolutely absurd. And yet they have to come up with something, I guess. They're unwilling to deal with the reality here. Speaking of unwilling to deal with reality, CDC is now saying that uh, they're setting up a low, medium, high transmission plus some formula of hospitalization, bed capacity, things like that, uh, a formula for whether mask mandates are recommended or not. This just days before the State of the Union address. Wow, the science changes fast when the polls demand it, huh? It's about the science, they said. Total lies, as you know. Absurd. Total bullcrap. But they wanted to control us, and they got away with it for a long time. Not everywhere, though. Ron DeSantis in Florida says that they have defeated Fauciism. Play 15. In Florida, we reject the biomedical security state, which erodes liberty, harms livelihoods, and divides our society. And we not only reject it if it's government, we have done things like ban vaccine passports and mandates... Because it's unacceptable to simply subcontract out Fauciism to big companies. So we've stood for freedom across the board, and the result has been Florida has defeated Fauciism. Freedom has prevailed in the Sunshine State. And Florida led when it counted. We led early on when the weight of the world was coming, bearing down on our shoulders. Florida did it right. 
Not all Republican states did it right. Texas was okay. I give a B minus to Governor Abbott on COVID stuff. You know, uh, there are other states. Why didn't they ban vaccine passports in South Dakota when they had the chance? Because it's big government, I was told. Mm, no, no, actually. Uh, Florida did it right. Other places did it wrong. And obviously the Democrat enclaves were completely out of their minds on this issue. But we need to hold them accountable. That means they lose their jobs in government. They lose their jobs as elected leaders. This is critical. They masked up your kids. They just got rid of the outdoor mask mandate in public schools in New York City today. An outdoor masking mandate. That's not based on science. That's hysteria. That's pathetic. That's child abuse. I will not let this go. All right, uh, I'm going to be at CPAC uh, speaking Sunday morning. So if you're listening to this, you happen to be at CPAC. Uh, do look for me, and if you uh, see me, please come over, say hi. I always like to talk to any members of the team that can find me. Look for the swoop. It'll be bobbing around there. I still have a beard, so I don't know. The beard might go soon, but we'll see. But I'll be at CPAC uh, Sunday morning. And I just want to say to all of you, thank you so much for continuing to support this podcast. I know it's pretty quick some days, and I try to cover as much ground as I can, but it's important for me to be able to speak to you Without any breaks, without any interruption, anything else, it means a lot to me. And so please spread the word. Tell people about this podcast, uh, and I'll talk to you all on Monday. Shields high.